previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. I did hear a report recently that the yield curve has inverted. A lot of people are going to be owing a lot of money. I'm sure some of us know how that feels. Did my subtle bringing up of, of debt trigger anything with uh, Lola? She tenses up a little bit. Parrot Mask says, Okay, great, Well, It was really fun talking to you. She heads back into the art room. We cut back to Hugh here. Uh, he'll kind of drum his fingers nervously on the edge of the piano, take a deep breath, and then walk over towards her. It's the bravest thing Hercure has ever done. The lovely lady giggles. She leans in close to your ear and she says, How about you find me later and we can get a drink somewhere private? As the three of you enter into the foyer, you see these gentlemen taking Parrot Mask into the coat room. Hercure and Niklaus, you burst through the unlocked door. Cirrus! You kick down the door and you burst in. The tab of justice is paid in full. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Sirius, you've just kicked down the door from the north into the coat room. Meanwhile, Niklaus and Hercure, the two of you have entered from the east. Do we have the sun behind us? It's it's nighttime. <laughs> and, and we're in the house. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> As the three of you simultaneously breach and clear, you see in the southwest corner that Parrot Mask is surrounded by three gentlemen in suits, and they're all wearing the same mask. Upon closer inspection, you see that one of these gentlemen is a rather large orc. He's flanked by two dwarves, and the three of them are all wearing jackal masks. Based on context clues, you can presume that these are debt collectors. Gotcha. Throughout the rooms, there's several clothing lines, upon which are the... Coats and jackets of many of the partygoers. Collateral damage from the upcoming fight. And you can you can walk through them, but they're it's difficult terrain. Difficult terrain. And let's go ahead and roll initiative. Sixteen for Hercure. Gonna be an eight for Niklaus. That will be a seven for Cirrus. I'll give you guys a round of surprise for executing the <laughs> simultaneous <laughs> breach. Do they even know Cirrus' breach? There appears to be a lot of clothes in between them and her. She did kick down the doors. That's so true. There was a very loud... That's true. She also yeah. screamed out. Yeah. <laughs> the three debt collectors turn around and look somewhat confused. And we'll start with Hirkir, the surprise round. Uh-oh. <clears throat> so they've just been manhandling. They haven't really, like, right. harmed Parent Mask, right? I think I said at the end of the episode that the big dude, like, picked up, picked her up and was like, Where's the money? Okay. They're being very rough, but... Yeah. I mean, they're they're no, trying to collect debt, not leave bodies lying around. I believe yeah, no, no knees have been broken yet. 
yet. If only we had come up with the plan before we rush in. It might have been too late by then. Yeah, the, we had the, to act. The plan, the plan for rushing in was great. Yeah, my, <laughs> the, my, the, my, the plan <laughs> after that was non-existent. My plan was to kick down the door and say something cool. Uh, yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. everyone succeeded. I think. We, I think we just go home now, right? Like, we, we got it, boys. <laughs> Peace out. Okay, Herkier will start by yelling, "Unhand her!" Uh, the the orc that is handing her <laughs> turns around with a look of surprise, and he says, "Who are you? Who are you?" And now it's a social encounter. <laughs> She's a very important guest at this party. Well, she owes a lot of money. That seems like a matter that could wait until after the social engagement and without violence. The orc says, Do you know how hard it's been to find her? Well, no, I showed up at the party. Here she was. Seemed pretty easy to me. Okay. What I'm saying is, now's not a good time, so you should probably go. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I roll a 20, which is highly unlikely. Four. <laughs> What if that was it? What if what if that was the DC? <laughs> <laughs> they've they've been imbibing of the punch too. <laughs> we don't even want to be here anyway. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this could be harder than we thought. Peace out. They rolled an eleven. The two dwarves look to the orc, and the orc says, "How about you just let us do our business?" They're very polite for very imposing debt collectors. Uh, I'm afraid we we can't do that. Uh, how about we say that's your action? If yep. you want to move, you can still move. Uh, he doesn't really want to move yet. Nick Klaus, it's your turn. So they're still just holding up the parrot lady halfling, right? Yep. And they're telling us to leave. What would Nick Klaus do? Okay, yeah, he's going to try this. <clears throat> Is he in plain line of sight of the people? Yeah, but they're partially obscured by some of the coats. Okay, cool. He will use the partial obscurity to try to hide the fact that he's going to be casting a spell, but he will still have the magic caster thing, so he's acting like he's casting it from there, but he's also trying to hide the fact that he's casting it all. So it's multiple levels. (laughs) So he's hoping that, one, they don't see him casting a spell, or two, if they do see him casting a spell, that they think he's casting it from the magic caster. And he's going to cast Calm Emotions at second level. So he chooses a 20-foot radius sphere... And they have to make a charisma saving throw. Ooh, charisma. The big orc rolls a seven. Dwarf lackey number one rolls a three. Dwarf lackey number two rolls a 13. Cool. The DC was 16. So since they fail, I can choose one of the two effects. I can suppress an effect causing them to be charmed or frightened. Not that good. Uh, alternatively, I can make the target indifferent about creatures of my choice that it is hostile towards. This indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. When the spell ends, the creatures become hostile again unless the DM rules otherwise. It lasts for a minute, it's concentration, and I will make them indifferent to everyone else here. The debt collectors become indifferent to everybody in the room for a minute. The orc puts Parrot Mask down, and let me roll for her, actually, because she's included in this. She rolls a 10. She's also indifferent. The orc puts her down and sort of, like, pats her shoulder, and he says, Ma'am, you owe a great sum of money. Please be sure to repay it soon. (laughs) Parrot Mask looks indifferent. She says, (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'll get around to it, I guess. 
Meanwhile. The class does say, I don't want to call her Parrot Mask. That seems like a little... You have her name. I know, but we're not supposed to know her name. Oh, not Lola. Uh, so Nicholas kind of strides forward and he says, uh, shall we return to the party? Parrot Mask says, uh, well, okay, I guess. I'm not enthusiastic about that. I am indifferent. Let's go. I'll, I'll get you a drink. And then I I turn to uh, her care while I also simultaneously create a psychic connection with Cirrus to tell them both at the same time. This is only going to last for like another 40 seconds before they start attacking us, so we should go. But I said something really cool. I thought we were going to fight. The cuss does not respond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. We're going to stay in initiative order just for like a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So Niklaus approaches closer towards where the group was talking as he was uh, entreating Lola to return to the party. All right, it's Sirius' turn. Yes, so, because I think we're gonna need some muscle, right? So, Sirius joins, or Sirius tries to navigate through the clothes to get over to Niklaus. She's not able to get all the way there because of all the clothes. This is not an efficient way of arranging clothes. And (laughs) makes her way slowly over to where Niklaus is and to get closer to Lola so that both of them can kind of take her one arm at a time. That, that sounded weird. We like each grab like one of go on either side of her and sort of escort her out of the coat room. But since we are still in combat order, where she's not able to get all the way there, <laughs> and we'll leave initiative order for now. Dang, I had a good spell I was gonna use. <laughs> <laughs> Parrot mask walks over to Niklaus and Sirius, and she's like, um, "Okay, yeah, whatever." Niklaus is mentally counting down from sixty seconds. Parrot Mask starts to head back to the party. Meanwhile, the deck collectors are like, Ma'am, make sure you are aware of the due date for your payment. Okay. Otherwise, they stand around somewhat indifferently. <laughs> it's, it's so weird how indifferent they are. We mosey, mosey on back to the party. But mosey with purpose before the spell runs out. I mosey, I mosey as hard as I've ever moseyed before. The four of you head back into the foyer. I guess Niklaus will stay with Parrot Mask as the uh, spell wears away. Ma'am, are you okay? Did they hurt you? Maybe. Eh. <laughs> I'm indifferent. <laughs> Does she look like she has any bruises or anything? Or Go ahead and do medicine check. I have a negative one to medicine. Let's see how this goes. What could go wrong? Worst police officer ever. It's a nine. <laughs> you don't notice anything in particular. Oh, well, Okay. All right, it's been fun. She heads back deeper into the party. I elbow Nicholas. Uh, so, were you able to get her to let you into the back room? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, all right? We talked about this. What do you think we should do? We should go after her and talk to her. We just saved her from having her kneecaps busted in. I feel like maybe she should want to talk to us now. You're absolutely right. I felt the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing as you were the one who saved her, I feel that she should be willing to listen to you. You would think so. Let's let's give it a shot. Sirius grabs some more food and continues on with the friends. As you head over to grab some more food from the table, the three from the coat room burst in. We're no longer indifferent! (laughs) (laughs) The orc says, Hey, what did you do to us? 
Are there other people around? Yeah. <clears throat> We're all together still, right? I think so. Unless yeah. you'd suddenly run off after Parrot. I, I started heading that way, but I don't think I got very far. Yeah, you, you, the three of you are still also in the foyer. Cyrus offers them some food. Are you supposed to be here? This is a party. We got an invite. Apparently it's very easy to sneak into this party. <laughs> Literally, just wear a mask. Let me see that invite. I don't believe you. You're not going to see anything. And he pulls out his great axe. It's a great axe. <laughs> it's a pretty good axe. Come on. Yeah. Niklaus yells, security! Security! There's people trying to break into the party. Uh, the partygoers near you are titillated by the thought of potential violence. And you hear a couple whispers throughout the room. They're like, oh, is this part of the party? Ooh, I'm so excited. There's nothing better than some good role-playing to make a real party. <laughs> role-playing? Have you listened to this podcast, people? <laughs> hey. I've role-played enough tonight. She tears off her mask underneath. She's got, like, her full uniform on. <laughs> it's time to pray. <laughs> All right. Do we need to do we need to go back into uh, initiative? <laughs> uh, can Cirrus go to one of the waiters and say, "Can you get those men a drink? That'll calm them down. That'll calm their emotions." <laughs> can, can, can you imagine being a wait staff and someone telling you to serve a drink to the guy with the great axe? And you're like, nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I'll go get that from the kitchen. I'll be right I gotta, back. I gotta go back and freshen <laughs> yeah, these I'll, up. I'll, I'll, uh... yeah, I'll be back later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. It's uh, it's my break, actually. It's my birthday. I'm not going to get hit, beat to death on my <laughs> it's, birthday. It's, it's my last day on the job. I'm about to retire. Just as the head debt collector appears to just be about to chop your head off, the nervous elf from earlier runs in at great speed, and he's, like, all sweaty and nervous, and he's like, uh, please, please, don't... Please don't do this here. Uh, you're you're ruining the party, and I I, I don't want to get in trouble. He turns to the debt collectors, and he's like, uh, wh "Whatever these gentlemen and this gentlewoman did, uh, I I thoroughly apologize. Uh, but I, I I must ask you to to leave the party." Uh, Niklaus stage whispers, "I don't even think they had invitations." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, naughty the debt collectors at first appear to just ignore him and then the the elf in the ill-fitting suit doubles down and he says or I'll, I'll be forced to talk to your superiors at equilibrium Ooh. oh equilibrium equilibrium the debt collection company the debt collector she's his axe and then he, he signals to his two dwarf lackeys, and he's like, let's go. And they stomp on out. Triumphant music plays. The elf comes back to the three of you, and he's, he apologizes profusely. Uh, he says, uh, so, so sorry about that. They can get, uh, those, uh, that company can get very... Uh, Aggressive? Over-enthusiastic. Uh, he, he pulls out his handkerchief again, and he starts wiping sweat from his brow. And he says, uh, yeah, uh, please, please do enjoy the, the rest of the party. And, uh, if you can, please leave a five-star review for me. <laughs> Sarah secretly wonders if something similar is going to happen to her because of all the debt she has. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you're on a different level of debt than a celebrity. 
bro let me let me tell you about how compound interest works oh no we're gonna take a quick psa a quick moment to talk about <laughs> compound interest in the kitchen you hear a dish clatter and the nervous elf in the uh the ill-fitting suit he says uh if you'll excuse me then he heads into the kitchen do either of you know who this is who what is that guy that nervous elfy looking guy not a clue i thought he was part of the catering well it seems like he's running things here like a party planner type thing maybe i've seen those in a play all right i guess we should get back to what we were doing yeah uh, yeah 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 i'll i'll go hunt down parrot mask okay Nicholas goes to find out where parrot mask went what are, what are we doing then here don't you have to speak with what's her face <laughs> yeah you know. is it is it late enough she said later i don't know if it's later yet though well, we had time to play an entire role-playing game. <laughs> so yeah, point. yeah, I think it's later. It's a fair point. Okay. Hercule wanders off to look for Cat Mask or something. Yeah, it was Cat Mask. Sirius, what are you going to do? Well, Sirius is still a bit exhausted from running that game earlier. So she's going to get more food and she's not going to do too much, but she will wait a little bit and then follow Hercule just to be sure that he can handle this, but without him realizing that she's there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's going to watch from afar, because, you know, the fact that he's a young kiddo is relatively new to her, and now she worries about him. But she will continue to eat food, because the food here is so good. <laughs> we cut over to Nick Klaus. You enter the door in which Parrot Mask entered, and you find yourself again back in the art room. Is she there? Yeah, you take a look around, and you see that she's Taking a, a uh, taking an apparent break, sitting in one of the chairs by herself. Nicholas grabs two glasses from a passing waiter, and then goes over and hands one over. He's like, it looks like you might need this. Uh, she says, oh, thank you. Were those equilibrium guys after you for money, too? Mm. Nicholas takes a sip of his drink. She looks at you with suspicion, because... When you meet someone new, you usually don't talk about the huge amount of debt that they owe. How about you roll a charisma check? See if you can swing it. <laughs> okay. Just strict charisma? Yeah. Well, actually, how about you uh, How about you describe your body language as you try to talk to this woman about her huge amount of debt? Well, I took a seat after handing her a drink, and then it had, he has a, Niklas has a very relaxed posture kind of leaning back in the chair to not be like in her space very casual as if just having idle conversation even though the topic is not small talk mm -hmm. all right uh and now do the uh, uh go ahead and do the charisma check nine plus five is 14 she sighs and she's like yeah i've been in a bit of trouble recently what did you mean by two are they after you as well i've had my run-ins with them in the past a lot of things this City costs a lot of money, and sometimes mistakes lead to, well, you know. Was it the taxis? That compound interest really gets you. There were some elevators involved as well. I don't want to talk about it, to be honest. Mm. But they never came after me in a middle of a party. You must have uh, really gotten their attention. She shivers nervously. Is there any way that I could help? Do you have 30,000 gold? I mean, I have ways of making money. Yeah? What's your pitch? Well, I know that we had a... Uh, a reason to come to the party in the first place, but I'm sure that whatever uh, 
get-rich-quick scheme they've concocted here could always be improved on, or perhaps even beat them to the punch. Oh, I don't know about that. The company seems pretty tight. No leaks? It's where I invested the rest of my money. You think it's going to pay off? At least before they come after you again? I sure hope so. I've heard they've actually run into some uh, issues with their timelines. Some of the uh, properties that they were looking at weren't as uh, easy to acquire. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's all about the fundamentals. Seems like you have a lot of trust in Lillian. Yeah, he's a pretty smart guy. Do you know him well? Nikos pauses as he considers what to say, but he wants the hesitation to be picked up by Lola. We have a history. You know, nah, I don't know if I should even say it. Parrot Mask raises one eyebrow at you. Let's just say Lillian always makes sure that Lillian makes it out okay. His partners? Maybe not so much. I'm sure everything will be fine, though. The rest of your money's not all wrapped up in this one last long shot, is it? Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Mm, it would have been a 6 plus 7, just a 13, but Niklaus will use a sorcery point to reroll. Much better. 19 plus 5, so 24. Wow. Behind the parrot mask, she looks worried. And she says, Oh, you think so? What do you think I should do? Niklaus leans forward, and he says softly, It's always good to have someone else on your side in these kinds of deals. Someone else that's looking out for your interests. Someone in your corner. I've dealt with Lillian before. I know what to look out for. You think you can help me pay my debts? Trust me. By the end of this, you won't have to worry about debt anymore. The two of you look at each other. Niklaus extends his hand in a handshake. She takes your hand. Well, in that case, I'll see you soon. I look forward to it. And we cut over to Hirkir and Cirrus, who's hiding behind some bushes nearby. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shrubberies in the house. It's like, it's like an office plant with a couple of fronds. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be that sus, but it's funny, so let's do it. <laughs> with the plate of food, you're just like, nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom. Hey, I gotta get that feast benefit. <laughs> Been eating the whole time, even when we were in the coat room. Kicked down the door while holding food in my hand. She's got a charcuterie board on her hand as she kicks it in. It's like, mmm, cheese and crackers. The two variants are still in the foyer, and here, on the opposite side of the room, you see Cat Mask. Okay, I will uh, approach cautiously. The two of you lock eyes. Oh god, my eyes! They're locked! From the bushes. Sears is going to cast Bless on here, Kier. Uh-oh. It's okay. It's going to be very stealthy. But it'll give you a 1d4, I think, on everything you do. Oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead and describe the spell for us. Sears closes her eyes, and she's like, My friend here, Kier, really, really needs help right now. <laughs> <laughs> Please aid him. And a faint glowing trail sort of extends over to him that's very hard to see, and it goes all around him from like the, you know his feet to his head before disappearing and uh wait hold on it doesn't do ability checks it's for attack rolls or saving throws but i said i did it i thought it did uh, ability checks also but i think that might be a different spell yes there's one that's for ability checks and one that's maybe that's, that's aid. uh guidance guidance it's the thought that matters it is the thought that matters well, as as well, you actually feel pretty nervous, go ahead and do a constitution saving throw. Thanks, uh, Joey. 
20. Uh, you get a you get a moment of butterflies, and then you steal your resolve. He doesn't throw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the subtext. Cat Mask ends whatever conversation she was having. It was not important to her. <laughs> she turns to you as you approach. Hercure, as he approaches nervously, and he's not, not really looking at her in the face so much. Like, he's kind of looking down at his feet, and then looking up, like, at her forehead. And he says, hi. So about that drink? Yeah. We could do it now. I don't know what the schedule for the thing is, but, like, yeah, we could... If, if you're not if you're not too busy or, or whatever. How about we go back into the music room? Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Hercure turns awkwardly and starts walking towards the music room. I fall behind, but I, but I also bring the plant with me. <laughs> go ahead and do a sneak check. You know what? I'm not wearing my heavy armor right now, so this is not with disadvantage. Nice. Nice. It still is only a plus one, but we'll just have to see. That's a nine. Do you want to roll a perception check here? here? Sure. 18. <laughs> uh, Cat Mask rolled a 17, so the two of you are now aware that there's a tree following you. She chooses to ignore it, though. Hercure follows her lead, but he, he kind of, like, waves behind him at her, like, go away. Sears is none the wiser and thinks she pulled this off flawlessly. <laughs> but you also hear some nom-nom-nomming happening behind the plant. <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm. Cat Mask enters the music room uh, with you here, Kier, uh, followed by a tree. <laughs> Stealthily. <laughs> and she actually ends up heading towards that piano bench again. And she beckons to a waiter to bring two... Actually, she beckons for three drinks. <laughs> And one for that potted plant in the corner. <laughs> and she sits down on the bench and beckons you to sit next to her. Hercule does that. So that song you played, you said it... Your mom used to sing it to you? Yeah, or, or something like it. I might not be remembering it um, perfectly. He, like, reaches out and, like, hits uh, one of the piano keys awkwardly. Like, just, like, nervous energy playing with something. As you hit one of the keys, so does she, to match the key that you hit. Hercure kind of is surprised and uh, moves his hand away from the keyboard. She sort of expectantly looks at you to continue, but she also asks, uh, your, your mom, is she... No, she, she died a few years ago. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. May I ask what happened? She plaintively hits one of the piano keys. Um, um, it was, it was gang violence, I think. I don't, I don't really know. She looks a little bit surprised. No one who's experienced that can get into these parties. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst the well-to-do, she was not expecting such an answer. Wait, are you one of those pores? <laughs> <laughs> she just gets up and leaves. She says, oh, it, it must have been hard for you. Yes, it's, it has been hard. Sirius, just like, ask her something about herself. <laughs> her is like half panic mode. He does not know <laughs> what to do. She plays a couple of notes on the piano and then looks at you expectantly 
as if wishing to know more. Yes, Hercules going to try and, and play something that uh, kind of matches it. All right, go, go ahead and roll a performance check. 13. Yeah, you hit a couple of notes to match her notes, and somehow it's starting to sound like a song. Hercules smiles like just like a genuine smile because he's kind of s- surprised by that, but it's also like really cool to him. It's sort of like an, a new way of potentially expressing himself. Anyway, he's having a lot of new experiences right now. <laughs> <laughs> she she sort of like looks at you inquisitively, expecting you to tell her more about yourself. He's like, he has no idea what more to tell her because he's also trying to be like, I have secrets. I don't know what she would think if she found out about me. Tell her about your mom! Oh, no, 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 no. He'll pivot suddenly and sort of... Everyone seems to. Do you like what you do? It's whatever. Honestly, I like music more. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than working. What about... What? Do you have any... Any songs you would share? Well, the reason I was asking you about your mom was because... My mom also used to play a song like that. Oh? Hercules is really interested now. Yeah, before... Before she also passed away. Oh, uh, I'm s- sorry to hear that. I can play it for you if you want. Y- yeah, I, I, I would like that. She starts playing a rather simple tune on the piano with just one hand. All right, Hercule will try and match it with his end of the of the keys. As you begin to play the notes to match Cat Mask's song. We cut to Niklaus. Niklaus is chowing down on uh, <laughs> the hors d'oeuvres and drinks, but he he, he he senses something in the air. He's like, my friends need me. <laughs> my I friends must, need me. I must go. I must to go. Them. He, he wanders in, in the direction of the, the music room. My friendship senses are tingling. <laughs> As you enter the room, you see you plainly see Sears hiding behind a tree. Nikos strolls up next to her. It's like, hey, Cirrus, how's it hanging? Shh! Don't blow my, don't blow my cover. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> We're like looking straight at her over the <laughs> piano. <laughs> I've been trying to keep an eye on Hercure so he doesn't mess us up because he just seems so nervous. Did he? He seemed somewhat confident when I spoke to him. Okay, but you haven't been here the last ten minutes. Oh. He's not asking her any questions about herself. Oh. I'm sure he'll get it in time. He's a charismatic half-orc. No, I think he needs our help. I see his hands are all sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> he's a... <laughs> <laughs> and he's about to play some music, but his hands are so sweaty, I'm worried he'll mess it up. Uh, I mean, I can I can cool the air around him. I don't... <laughs> I don't... I don't really know what to... Uh... Sometimes you just gotta let him out of the nest, you know, and... Sometimes they fly and... No, he clearly needs us. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you suggest? Well, that's sort of why I'm glad you're here, so that you could suggest something. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can mend his social skills. Does that work? Can, oh. can you mend something like that? <laughs> what do I have in my, in my inventory? I don't have the wand of smiles anymore. I can't just make her smile. <laughs> I mean, that, that could have been... That's all we needed. Yeah. Why would you ever give up such a valuable artifact? 
<laughs> it was. <laughs> we'll have to get a backup. I could I could hex her so she becomes bad at playing music and then he looks better. <laughs> in comparison. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't hate that. Uh, I could use a mage hand to play the piano instead of. <laughs> Wait, neither of us are playing that note. Oh, that might be good. Maybe you can catch the notes that he's messing up. Yeah, but it is like a. It's not invisible, right? You can see the hand floating there. It's just kind of spectral. Maybe you could put it where his hand is. Can it. Can his hand go through it? Uh, <laughs> so you want to, like, poltergeist control his hand? <laughs> I don't know if that works like that. I could hold person on him, and then you can play it. So I could paralyze him. I mean, like, we could just. We could just tell him that we believe in him. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we believe in you. You got this. Are you guys just yelling at him? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You're our We're special good. boy. No, 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 no. The class is now creating distance between him and Cirrus. Hercules <laughs> nope. is very startled by this. He sort of forgot it, that anyone else was here. It, it appears that the tree is cheering you on. You can it do it! It also appears that the tree has two different voices. <laughs> you can do it! You're the best! <laughs> we, we believe in you. You can do it, Hercure. We cut back to Hercure's point of view. The tree has just encouraged you. The tree has spoken. Alright. Hercure feels startled and then encouraged. Yeah. Uh, Cat Mask continues playing her song and you sort of begin to match the notes. Go ahead and roll a performance check with advantage. Uh, 18. Oh, thank yes. God. <laughs> that was some good role playing right there. Uh, at first you falter a little bit. This piano thing is all, is all new to you. In the distance, the tree encourages you. <laughs> and you figure it out. Cat Mask's rather simple melody is accompanied by your, your backup. And sounds pretty nice. It's sort of like a it's a it's a very gentle song, and you can feel the nostalgia in it. A tear rolls down Hercules' cheek as he thinks about his mom. She also uses the foot pedals, and you catch a glimpse of a couple of images from her apparent past. You see a much younger child version of herself. And you see a couple of images of someone who appears to be her mother. Wow, your mother was lovely, like you. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he—he's going for it. <laughs> <laughs> he blushes deep red and like looks away. Uh, she looks very intently at you. Hercules not looking at her right now. <laughs> <laughs> As the song ends, throughout the apartment, you hear the sounds of a bell being rung, and it's apparently time to recongregate as the three electors make their choices. Hercure is tongue-tied. As the song ends, she puts her hand on your hand on the piano. Ooh. <laughs> the plant stifles a tear. And she says, So I'd really like to see you again. Yeah, me too. That would be nice, I think. 
Uh, she winks at you. Hercure turns bright red. And then she gets up from the piano bench and heads back to the foyer. Hercure's rooted to the piano bench for for a few seconds before he can uh, regain his sense of self and uh, go to where everyone else is. The foyer. You pass the tree as you head towards the foyer. Hercure's not really... He's in his own headspace right now. He just kind of in a daze. Sirius waits until he's a bit ahead and then pops out from behind the tree because she doesn't know that he knew that she was there and then follows behind. <laughs> Niklas, what do you do? He um, gets a refill on his drink. The waiter's like, why does this plant want a drink? Don't ask questions. <laughs> you don't want the answers to? He waters the plant. Mm. Sirius grabs some more food, of course, before following. <laughs> The, uh, the three of you head back into the foyer. The three electors, the parrot mask, cat mask, and giraffe mask, are standing up on the second level alongside Lillian. The nervous elf, who the three of you encountered earlier, is the one ringing the bell. Once the crowd has sort of situated itself, Lillian begins to speak, and he says, All right, bras. <laughs> Bras. I forgot I forgot the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like my friends here have made their choices. And then rather than abruptly, it's like, he's just like, it's you, you, and you. And he points at Sirius, Niklaus, and Hercure. <gasps> oh my god! Hercure blushes intensely. The, the rest of the crowd breathes disappointedly. Like, Aww, boo. Dang. Lillian continues, All right, bras, the three of you can head into the back room where we'll give our pitch. Meanwhile, the rest of you bras enjoy the party, yeah? There's like a... There's like a... Very indifferent, like, Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Next time, bras. Next time. Bras. Hercure heads toward... Well, I guess he's... Checks, checks his compatriots, see what they're their view of the situation is. Niklaus gives a small nod. Um, do we need a plan of action before we do this? I don't think we have time. I think we gotta go back, get the pitch, whatever that is. Sirius grabs just a little bit more food. <laughs> the At this point, I will give you the hero's feast. Yay! <laughs> I'm so full now! <laughs> Truly Sirius ate for the three of you guys. It was so good. So the big thing is uh, cured of all diseases and poison, becomes immune to poison and being frightened, and makes all wisdom throws with advantage. Cool, cool. Hit points are also increased by 2d10, and you also heal the same amount, but everybody's at full health, so uh, this lasts for 24 hours. Roll my 2d10. That's so good. Went up 12. It's good, because I don't have my heavy armor, I don't think, so... Okay, it's a 9, and... A 5, so 14. Nice. Wow, <clears throat> so many hit point. points. HP totaled to 54. Lillian beckons the three of you to come up. Alright. And he's like, alright, bras, give our new investors a round of applause. I'm gonna be shocked when they find out how little money we have. Shh! <laughs> alright, here we go. You have love now. That's more valuable than anything. 
<laughs> you don't know that? She thinks uh, uh, we're an investor. Okay, I'm Iris. I'm Iris. And I go up. Lillian turns around to the three of you guys, and he's just like, All right, bras, follow me. I continue following him. We follow. He leads you to the through the music room and through the dining room and into that back area. He gives the guards a thumbs up as he enters into the back. And as you do, you feel the familiar tickle of anti-magic field. <laughs> Tickly. Ooh. As you enter the door into the back area, you see a hallway. Uh, and there's several doors here, at least three. Lillian leads you into one. And as you enter this room, you see that it is an apparent conference room. Oh boy, is there a screen for a PowerPoint presentation? There's a, there's a screen for a PowerPoint presentation. Now it's gotten real. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too right. real. Yep. Lillian seats you down at this Coca-Bolo conference desk. Ooh. Lillian says, Alright, bras, you can take off your masks now. Sirius looks at her two compatriots. Hercules like starting to take off his mask. Sirius establishes or u- utilizes the existing telepathic link between herself and Niklaus and asks, Is that a good idea? He definitely knows what I look like. How, how did we never consider this possibility? <laughs> how indeed. <laughs> uh, just as a quick question, Joey, the anti-magic field, does it permeate the entire backroom area, or was it something we walked through as we came through like the entrance? It, it permeates the entire backroom area. Perfect. Niklaus takes off his mask. Oh, I was going to come up with an excuse. I don't really... I mean, if you have, you have until I take the mask off, so he's like reaching for the mask now. Oh, uh, I mean, I can. My friend here is very allergic to Kokoboa, though, and <laughs> I, I know that it makes his face break out in hives, so I think maybe he would prefer to keep the mask on, if that's okay. Hercule, like, moves his hand away from his mask, suddenly realizing. <laughs> no one's allergic to Kokoboa. Sirius, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and roll a deception check. I'm gonna deceive you. No, I'm not. That's a six. They also rolled a six. <laughs> what happens now? <laughs> what happens in this scenario? The class will, will say, uh, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. He's a little shy. It would be preferable, though. I think you pass if you match. It's the most pathetic deception check ever. Yeah. Lillian looks skeptical about this allergy, and he's just like, Nah, bro, I get it. The sweet smell of that wood. I, I, I guess I can see how you'd be allergic to it. It's just so rich, you know? Yeah, bras. Anyways, you want to tell me about yourselves? Cirrus does take her mask off because she made the excuse for Nicholas, but not herself. Hercules very confused at this time. All right, bra, what's your deal? He looks at Cirrus. Well, I'm Iris. You know, I inherited a lot of money from my... My dad, when he when he passed away, and you know, I'm just looking for for a good idea to, to put it into. All right, bro. Where do you work? Oh, uh, well, like I said, I inherited the money, but I'm in between jobs right now. Oh, uh, I got gotcha, you, bro. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's that that sweet trust fund money, or that sweet family money. <laughs> he turns to here, care. What about you, bro? Not a lot of half orcs in these areas. Uh, no, but we have interests too. Where do you work, bro? Here and there. Yeah, bro, that company's great. 
<laughs> here an apostrophe there. Uh, he he grasps your hand and gives you like a bro hug, and he's like, "Yeah, I love here and there." Yeah, it's good firm. What do you do there? Eco studies. All right, go ahead and roll a deception check. <laughs> Uh, should go out. Three. <laughs> Bro, why does here and there care about the ecosystem? You know, there's money to be made in all kinds of places. They're just doing some exploratory work right now. Yeah, I don't really get it, bro. He rescinds his bro hug. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me hanging. Oh, that's, the, wor- that's the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> the rescinded bro-, bro hug. <laughs> Having the bro hug rescinded. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what about you, man? Looks at Niklaus. Uh, so Niklaus will try to remember from his time working at Valdivian the name of some of their partners, clients. Does he know of any like venture capital firms from his work that he could pull the name from? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I gotta come up with a name for this. Company. Yeah, you gotta come up with a name now. Oh no! No, I gotta. Joey's worst thing is coming up with names. His worst fear. Uh. Now you're the one who comes up with names. I know, it's so hard. There and went. Uh, Fantasy name <laughs> generator. <laughs> was and is. Equilibrium. That was a great name, Joe. You look up names that could sound like company names, but aren't. Evil organization name, fantasy name generator. <laughs> Deathbringers. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the Deathbringers Venture Capitalists. Just look up fantasy pub names and you'll find some good stuff. <laughs> oh, some of these are great. I'm just going to combine some of these. The, the the Onyx Brotherhood. Alright, bro. Where do you work? I work for the uh, City on Brotherhood. Oh, right on, man. Right on. You want to stay on the cutting edge, and we heard this was uh, where we wanted to be. Bro, have we met before? I don't think so. Might have been in the same meeting once or twice. You know how those big meetings get. Ah, uh, yeah, bro. I guess you. Alright, your turn to roll a deception check. <laughs> uh, his 9 becomes a 27. Oh, no, seventeen! It's, it's magic. Seventeen. 17. <laughs> it becomes a seventeen. Right on, bro. Tell Derek I said hi. Uh, does Nicholas remember Derek? Mm, do a history check. Nat twenty. Yeah, Derek is like the main dude at the place you just mentioned. Okay, what did I say? Obsidian Brotherhood. Yeah, for sure. I'll let him know you said hi. Thanks, bro. Anyways, where's where's Florence? He's supposed to give this presentation, bros. Did he say Florenzo? Florencio. Florencio. Alright, my, my apologies, bros. I gotta go look for my assistant. If he uh, starts to head out, I will, uh, Niklas will also stand up. He's like, actually, could you show me where the restrooms are? Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. This is like our most common tactic. He heads out of the conference room, and he leads you back into the hallway, and he points it down. Appreciate it, man. Alright, bros, I'll be right back. I gotta go find my assistant. Good good help nowadays. So hard to find, bros. Totally, totally. Alright, I'll be right back, bros. <laughs> he heads back into the party. The cause walks down the hallway, and as he passes the first... All the doors are on the right? How many doors are there? Alright, uh, the conference room door was actually on the left. The restroom door that he pointed you towards is at the very end of the hallway. There's one door to the right and one door to the left. Okay, so at the end of the hallway, and before the hallway ends, there's two doors. Yep. Cyrus is going to come too, because she is on a mission for justice. Yeah, Nicholas is like, yeah, he, he, he walked out. 
now is our very limited amount of time before he comes back. To do what? To, what we came here for. We're looking for, for evidence so that... Oh, right. Yeah. Virginia and Galazar, the whole thing. The reason we came. I thought we were going to invest money. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk is uh, in a different mind space right now. He's oh, no, he kind was, of lost, got, lost touch with his, things. He failed his Christmas saving throw. Yeah, go, go ahead and roll a Christmas saving throw. <laughs> Add a d4 to that. Uh, 14. You're distracted. Thinking about his new girlfriend. But as you see your friends get into serious mode, you snap back. I'll take the door on the left. One of you want to take the door on the right. See if you can find a way to turn off this anti-magic field that's really going to fuck things up because I can't communicate with Virginia or Galazar with the Sending Stones. Right. Uh, what are we looking for? Just uh, Either like, a, hey, this is a button to turn off the protections or evidence about the illegal stuff that... Or misappropriation of right, corporate right. funds. Right. All right. I guess Hercule will take the right-hand door. I'll go with Hercule. Is it locked? It is not locked. Score. It must be destiny. Niklaus, you open the door, and you see that there is a gigantic bedroom here. It's about the size of a moderately sized apartment. God, rich people. There's various bookshelves here, some illusion viewers. There's an entire bar, a gigantic bed, and a large sectional couch. Go ahead and do a perception check. This is a swanky bedroom. Ooh, not 20. Ooh. First of all, that threat count exceeds the millions. Oh, Jesus. The millions? On one of the bookshelves, you see that there is a, another monster plushie. Ooh. Another monster plushie. Uh, this one is a rust monster. Classic. And you notice that behind one of the paintings, there's something weird here. Ooh. But we cut to the other room. It's always the paintings. Kirker, you enter this room and you see that there's a study. There's a nice cocoa bowl desk, a couple of ergonomic chairs, another bar, <laughs> and there's a couple of files sitting around on the desk. On some of the walls, there's some built-in shelves with various books, and you see a console of some sorts. In the center of the room, you see there's a large coffee table with two couches on each side. Well, Hercule is going to check out the desk first. Sirius would like to examine the files. Hercule, go ahead and roll a investigate check. 10. Solid, solid. You take a look at the desk, and there's something weird about it, but you're not exactly sure what. Like, you, you just have, like, a vague feeling that it's a little bit weird. Okay. There's something weird about this desk. He mutters to himself, sort of half to Cirrus, half to himself. Cirrus, go ahead and roll your investigate check. Investigation! That is a 17. You take a look at the files, there's nothing out of place here. It appears that Lillian brought some work home with him, but you do find that there's about 300 gold sitting about. Sirius is not a thief, so she doesn't pick up the gold. Curse my good alignment. <laughs> and we cut back to Niklaus. Niklaus takes a close look at the painting. He thinks there's something behind it. Yeah, go and do a investigate check. 18. Yeah. You take a look at the painting and you're pretty sure there's a safe behind here. But you're also pretty sure there's also like a physical alarm. Mm. As in, trying to open it will cause the alarm to go off? Yep. Niklaus leaves the bedroom and heads into the opposite hallway. The room opposite in the hallway. Hey guys, there's a, a safe behind a painting in the bedroom, but pretty sure there's an alarm on it. 
I don't think I can get to it. What'd you find in here? Nothing so far. There's something weird about the desk, that's all I can tell you. Did y'all look at the uh, console over there? Not. Yeah, we literally... It's been six seconds since we walked in here. <laughs> it's not going to take them long to find us a system. Uh, we're going as fast as we can. Hercure found something weird on the desk. I was about to, to check that out. But you can go check out the console. Okay, help him out with that, and I'll, I'll take a look at the console. Okay. I, I do that. We, we do that. Okay. I've done a few investigations in my day, and... Yep, some of, some of the lousiest crooks have will always have some sort of secret compartment in their desk. So, I do a, a once-over for some of the usual spots where I've seen crooks try to hide things before. Go ahead and do a investigate check. I will go ahead and do that. That is a 15. You take a once-over the desk. First, it appears to be relatively normal. But then you start rummaging around some of the compartments... And you notice that in a hidden spot, there is a button here. Ah, okay. Um, this is less common, but there's a button here. Okay. Is it, is it safe? Probably. Okay. I pushed a button. Oh no. Oh no. The console is distracted by the console. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to make anything happen unless we do things. It's not like it's a silent alarm or anything like that. Why would they? Why? Okay, it's fine. We'll find out. We're gonna find out. We're, we're, find we're about to find, find out. out. It just unlocks the safe. That's all it does. As you hit the button, please pay off. Please pay off. <laughs> the the coffee table literally lifts up off the ground and levitates over about five feet to the left. Ooh, I knew that would happen. <laughs> Underneath, it reveals a magical sigil and a button. Or really like a foot pedal, to be honest. What does the magical sigil look like? Uh, it has very intricate markings. And go ahead and do a arcana check. Fifteen. The You don't know the sigil. Like, you, you don't immediately recognize the sigil. Mm -hmm. But based on some sort of deductive reasoning, you've... You've seen something like this before. The sigil is connected to what is apparently a teleport magitech. The sigil's linked to, like, a teleport magitech. What does that mean? What would be teleporting? It's like the, uh, escape tunnel. Uh, could be... The plot thickens. Uh, second location. That makes sense. Hmm. Should we activate it? Was there a second console as well, or was it just... The sigil and pedal. There's there's a button. Yeah, I think it's just the sigil and the uh, pedal. Yeah, that's correct. Well, we could just go through. I feel like we're gonna get caught at any moment. I don't care what happens to me. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, class does take a quick look at the the original console that was there. Is it like password protected? Does it? What is it? What does it say? Go ahead and do a investigate check. I'm gonna have to re-roll because it landed in a crevice. Crevice rules. Uh, investigate. It's in the D and D handbook. Nine plus six is fifteen. A lot of fifteens. Yeah, a lot of fifteens today. Take a look at the console, and this is the one that controls the anti-magic field. Oh, he hits the button. <laughs> turn it off. Yeah, you turn it off. You hear the the magic depower itself. It's like do do. 
the Klaus holds up the sending stone. He's like, Virginia, we found the teleport inside the study of Billion. We're going to investigate it. Uh, wait, you're going to what? There's a teleport here. We're going to go through it. Uh... Virginia is just like bewildered. She's like, okay, so I haven't heard from you for the past like two hours and now you're going to what? <laughs> <laughs> we got invited into the back room by Lillian. He stepped away for just a few minutes. We're looking through his bedroom and study and in the study, there's a desk that moved out of the way. Underneath the desk is a teleport sigil. We're going to take it. I played tanks and airplanes. Kirkir found love. I don't know what Nicholas <laughs> did, but it sounded intense. There were some thugs. It's fine. Uh, Virginia's just like, Ugh, okay, uh, just be careful. Okay, cool. Shall we all stand on it at the same time? Sure. Let's put all, pull all of our eggs into the single basket. I've, I have never heard of a better idea. Okay, we all, we all stand on the sigil. It's time for the, for the justice. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No. <laughs> I'll think of something later. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, what do you guys do? Just assuming that my compatriots join me on the sigil, Niklaus will tap the activator with his foot. Oh, we're all going on the sigil. Before it goes off, Sirius just says, Lillian, your time, your days are numbered. <laughs> <laughs> These catchphrases. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you hit the foot pedal? Yep. Yeah. In a flash of light, the three of you are teleported. The three of you disappear from the study. We're disintegrated immediately. <laughs> TPK. And as the three of you are flying through space and time, the coffee table moves back to its original position. Rut row. <laughs> everyone, this is Joe, your Adequately Sleepy Dungeon Master. I hope you enjoyed the shenanigans in this episode of Adequately Advanced Magic. We're going to be taking a short break from the main campaign for the next few episodes, and instead we're going to be playing our Goblin Bonus side campaign. If you want to be completely caught up for that, be sure to check out bonus episodes 1 through 5 and 11 through 13. 11 through 13 are the more important episodes if you don't want to have to listen to everything again. And we're also going to recap everything that has happened at the beginning of the episode. We'll catch y'all next time as Gopler, Goblet, and Cornfleck discover the secret of the Falcon's Reach Botanical Garden.